Over the last decade, the central government achieved significant infrastructure milestones, adding 53,000 kilometers of national highways, achieving 99% of rural road connectivity, and also operationalizing 74 airports. The 2023-24 budget saw a 33% increase in capital expenditure to Rs. 10 lakh crore. So, what can we expect from the upcoming budget? Jagan Narayanan Padmanabhan, Senior Director and Global Head, Transport, Logistics and Mobility Consulting, Crystal Market Intelligence and Analytics, joins me to talk about the infrastructure scenario in India, the expectations of this sector from the upcoming budget and more. Listen in. Hi Jagan, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, thanks. Thank you for having me here. So Jagan, I just wanted to understand in her budget speech last year, Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman sustained the government's focus on boosting infrastructure-related capital spending. So do you anticipate the same momentum to persist in this current year as well with regards to the budget? Yeah, absolutely. I think for the last couple of years, there has been a focus on the infrastructure and it has played out well for the government. And we see the continued momentum in this time as well. Uh, there are there is a couple of reasons for it. One, there has been success, uh, which has got demonstrated with respect to the spending of this money. A, uh, there are not many other sectors which can take in such huge uh, amount of money and be able to kind of spend that as well. So that's one. This point number two uh, is in terms of uh, committed uh, amount which have gone in the past for the expenditures which have happened. What I mean by that is specific to let's say a road uh, program which has been done in a hybrid annuity model or an EPC model um, the contracts would have got awarded in the last couple of years so there would have been a commitment by the government for expending a certain amount of money over the next two to three years so I'm saying that to make me those commitments the government would have to uh, continue to step up on the pedal on the capital expenditure so I see for these two reasons at the momentum to continue for this year as well. And so basically, it's a given that we will see some increased spending for that matter. Correct. That is right. Given what the commitment has happened in the past. So now talking about the PM Gati Shakti National Master Plan, which is talk, yeah. we talk about it as a crown jewel when it comes to infrastructure planning. So has it seen relative success? How has it been for uh, us as a whole when it comes to the Gati Shakti plan? Yeah, so the BM Gati Shakti master plan is an all-encompassing part, not only specific to infrastructure, but any of the capital uh, expenditure projects which are being taken either by the private sector or for the uh, government side will go through that particular portal. So it has multiple layers through which it gets scanned and screened. And it is for ease of doing business that the government has put it up and for uh, a more uh, a proper planning for execution of these projects as well. So given that part of it, it is, it is a work in progress. Much headroom has been made, uh, both at the state and the center. Now all the projects are put through a common digital database uh, in which, and, and more so for uh, projects of a particular value and above, uh, it needs to necessarily go through this digital way of screening and you know permissions are given based on what is seen on this particular portal so uh, initial days uh, it is being adopted by all uh, we should see a lot more traction going forward 
So now talking about the upcoming budget, while we know it's a vote on account budget, but still, do you have any expectation from the upcoming budget with regards to the infrastructure sector? Yeah, so I think two two specific call-outs, uh, which would be the railways. Uh, we would see continued expenditure happening there as well. Uh, similar would be the case for uh, roads. Um, and the, 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 the overall expectation is that from a roads, the expenditure will continue, but it may get tapered down. Uh, but I'm expecting the railways expenditure to be accelerated uh, in this particular budget. Other sectors have been uh, getting their independent allocation, uh, but the chunk of it has been gone to these two sectors. So, but other sectors will also continue to have their own particular growth rates. In terms of uh, expectation, I'm, I might say between 50 to 20 percent you know, addition in the capital expenditure might happen in this particular vote on account, but it is only for a limited period. So we will have to uh, uh, take that into consideration as well. Now, if we talk about the national monetization pipeline, uh, mm -hmm. how has the progress been and what updates can we anticipate? Some are saying that uh, the timeline might be extended. So what are your views on it? Yeah, so it has you know, come in at a good start <clears throat> of the sectors which have been envisaged uh, on the NMP, the road sector have uh, done pretty well uh, through the national uh, monetization aspect, which is on the uh, toll operate transfer uh, way. Um, now, the 15th and the 16th bundle uh, is on the uh, out for bidding. And we've seen good interest both uh, at the private sector level, at the fund level. Uh, for these particular projects. So that's on the roads part of it. And we see at least a couple of bundles coming in each quarter uh, for the next eight to 10 quarters or so. That is one. The second is in terms of the ports sector, there's been a good amount of traction, which has happened, uh, specifically some of the berths which are at the major ports. We have seen a lot of traction and positive you know, bidding out and uh, award of these contracts uh, also. Specifically, I can call out in a couple of ones in the JNPA. Uh, where a uh, private party has come in and uh, taken charge of these birds. The third area where the NMP has also uh, worked is in the energy sector, and more specifically on the coal uh, auctions part of it. All of these have uh, are in line with the expectations or, or in terms of the coal sector, it has been above expectations as well. Um, the, in terms of the overall expectation, we are lacking behind in terms of the targets which have been set uh, for achievement as per the original national monetization pipeline plan. Uh, that is because the COVID came in and hence there was a pause. Uh, but still, our expectation is by the year 2025, about 70% of what was envisaged as the original NMP should be bid out or uh, finalized. So that's the overall expectation. Having said that, this is only going to get accelerated once the new government comes in. I think a lot more projects in other sectors, example, aviation, uh, will come up uh, for bidding or even for a pipeline infrastructure, transmission assets. All of this will come up for bidding in once the new government comes in place. So basically, it's an interim phase. We have to wait and watch and then maybe have a further discussion about the same. Some of the sectors have picked up space. Some of the sectors which have uh, lagging behind will pick up uh, pace going forward. That's what I understood. Understood. Can I just add one more point here? Yeah, sure. Uh, 
So the NMP had two parts to it, uh, the central government part of it and the state government one. Uh, it, there it has been a relatively uh, slow pace. Uh, some of the sectors which have again got traction at the state level has been on the highway sector. Even there, the pace of implementation is far below the original expectation. So that's where I think the whole overall focus has to be there to how to get the states to put their assets uh, up for uh, monetization. Okay, understood. Now, talking about public-private partnership, that has been a very important uh, area when it comes to infrastructure development. Recently, the finance minister also asked infrastructure departments to identify projects for private partnership. Could you, could you set some light on that, how it will help in overall infrastructure development as a whole? And if we can expect something related to public-private partnership in the upcoming budget? Of course, uh, I think going forward, this will be a very critical and a focus area uh, where the public need for public-private uh, partnership to be, uh, you know, taken up in a more accelerated manner. Um, so I'll just give a case in point. Um, as we speak in the last uh, fortnight, uh, NHAI has identified close to 50 odd projects, totaling to 2 lakh crore which they expect to bring it out on a BOT, build or uh, build own transfer uh, basis in which they will be building this out. Building this out. Uh, there, the private sector would be the critical, playing a critical role and bidding for these projects. So, uh, <clears throat> so this is a critical case in point. In the last uh, nine years or so, uh, my, you know, uh, back of the envelope kind of an uh, judgment would be about close to 10 odd projects would have got bid out at best in the BOT space for the road sector. Uh, compare it with what they are planning to do, uh, already 15 plus bids are in the market for BOT projects. So the uh, government is completely in need uh, and want the private sector participation in the infra build out and that's very good for the overall sector as well. Starting from uh, roads, I'm sure other sectors like uh, the, the ports part of it, the energy part of it, a significant amount of expenditure today in the energy space is of the private sector. Case in point is the renewables, uh, the solar and others where private sector have taken a you know, leap uh, in the overall investment. The Where the PPP is lacking and where a focus will have to happen is in the railways. Uh, even now, much of the expense which is happening in the railway sector is by the government as budgetary allocation and support. There, uh, the needle has to move and we need to get the private sector to come in and participate. So, uh, in the next five years, with the new government coming in, I think PPP will be playing a central role in the overall infra build-out. Uh, their total contribution would be close to about 15 to 20 percent. Uh, that's the expectation in the next five years. Understood. Talking about cost escalation and lack of funding, that's something that has been a very integral part. As much as we talk about lots of infrastructure projects, the delay at times happens because of this cost escalation, lack of funding. So how can we solve that and escalate the smooth implementation of the projects? Yeah, so the cost escalation, I would, it is actually not as much as lack of funding. 
funds are available for the right set of promoters with the right set of credentials and for a right project which can demonstrate uh, cash flows, right? Uh, so those projects don't have any issue at all. So I would not want to make an overarching statement saying that this is a lack of funding. So that's having said that, that's one part of it. But the cost escalation is primarily because of not ample planning and not having right set of consultants and people who to do the due diligence for bringing out the project. So if that is done, I think probably 60 to 70% of the problem is solved. So if let's say for a particular project on roads, whether the right of way is available, many I'm here, this is by hearsay. I've seen, I've heard that many of the projects are done through just Google Earth, the DPR is prepared, people don't go to the site and kind of really validate what is it that is uh, there in store for people. And hence, once it gets awarded, then there is a lot of difficulty in execution of that particular project. So point I'm saying is, if enough due diligence is done at the start of the project, where a couple of things you know, are taken into consideration, one, the technical feasibility of doing the particular project and hence the corresponding cost aspects is taken into consideration once these two are taken then match it up with the revenue to actually see the financial viability and the internal rate of return which the project can come through so if these have been vetted and done properly Risk allocation, that's a very important aspect. So if proper risk allocation has also happened, I don't think any of these projects that we are talking about uh, would actually have any significant cost overrun. And the funding for these projects will also be very smooth and easy to get. So that's my overall submission on how to kind of tackle this particular problem. Understood. I think that's a very interesting way to put it out there. Now, lastly, just to conclude, while we did have a discussion about the same, if you could summarize the key important points that should be the focus of the government with regards to infrastructure for the upcoming budget. Yeah, so one is to continue to make the capital expenditure. That is the critical aspect which would be there. The second, which we also discussed, is, is to kind of not only make announcement that on PPP or the need for PPP and things like that, but to follow it up with actionable goals of making it so whether it will happen on this vote-on-count budget or the real budget which will be placed in a couple of months from now, the intention and the follow-through to make a PPP a success uh, will be a critical aspect for infra build-out going forward. So I think these are the two specific areas that I would look to uh, you know, draw your attention. The third one is obviously uh, doing all of this in a very uh, systematic and a sustainable part of it because today the sustainability is at the forefront of any kind of a project discussion that we are doing climate resilience sustainability so deciding on those projects uh, having an overall wholesome view uh, will be the important aspect uh, that I see Great, on that note Jagan, thanks a lot for your time, thanks a lot for joining in. Thank you, thank you for having me, it's my pleasure, thank you very much. Thank you